Welcome to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan, and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilot, Matt O'Leary. We will have Green Bean joining us shortly. He's running a little bit late. Matt, how you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Uh, it, there was no victory Monday yesterday, but uh, it, the Jets still got some breaks on the bye week, which is which is good. And I, I'm ready to get hurt again by Patriots week. I'm right back up on the horse. Uh Dude, if you guys are just dropping in, make sure you hit that like button for us. Helps out the YouTube algorithm. And if you want to get entered into our t-shirt giveaway, all you got to do is retweet the stream. And if you're listening after the fact, all you got to do is leave a comment down below. Get entered into next week's t-shirt giveaway. Matt mentioned uh, we didn't get a Victory Monday, but it feels a little bit like a Victory Monday. We watched the Buffalo Bills fall in spectacular fashion to the Minnesota Vikings uh, Sunday night. And it was just bonkers <laughs> like pure bonkers that's the only way i could like describe it it was absolutely nuts to to how you have two plays from the half yard line or the one yard line if you're the minnesota vikings and you don't run the ball with uh friggin cook <laughs> at yeah, least cook. once blows my mind then they turn the ball over half yard mm -hmm. line I'm like, oh, well, this game's over. They better be careful. They might get a safety there. Actually, I wonder if a safety is the right play. And then I'm doing the math. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because they're kicking back. They got to get a field goal after that. I was like, that's, that's stupid. And then muff snap. <laughs> Have you ever seen a game quite like that? Hold on. I got no. Green Bean coming in now. Let's let, let, let's throw him into here as well. Uh, Green Bean, you ready to come on? Give me a thumbs up if you're ready. There we go. Okay. Boom. Green Bean's on hey. my other side hey. now. Green Bean, how you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. What a jerk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, you want to know what happened? I um, Turns out I, I only have one key to the lock for my studio. I switched cars with my an hour ago and walked here in the rain, and I realized I can't get in. So I had to wait until <laughs> she got back. I'm an no. idiot. Eh. So here we go. I are. love it. That's all not right. Thank you. We love you all the same. We were just talking about how there's not really, it's not really a victory Monday, but it kind of feels a little bit like a victory Monday. The Minnesota Vikings beat the division yeah. leading Buffalo Bills. Now the Dolphins have a half game lead on the Jets right now. We head into next week with the uh, the Patriots on the dock and the Jets got to take care of business. Now we sit atop the AFC East, but what did you think? Did you watch the Minnesota Buffalo game, Green Bean? I watched a lot of it. Yeah, I did. What'd you think of it? <laughs> oh, okay. You want to know? Did you, did you want to know? Um, yes. I uh, I thought like you know what's funny? I was actually recording uh, the podcast for the in like about half, maybe third quarter. I literally said in the podcast, and it looks like Minnesota is a bunch of frauds, and they're not going to help us out this week. And then it was like a little while later, I had to go back and delete it because I'm like, ooh. I thought it was epic. <laughs> I love I love the way that they lost. It just harkened back to what Josh Allen used to be his first couple of years, which was mistake prone. Like he's mm -hmm. all the talent in the world, super strong arm, great legs, but he would make that boneheaded play at the wrong moment. And two weeks in a row, he's done just that. I'm really hopeful that maybe this is uh, back. You know what I mean? I'd love a little old Josh Allen business back. So it was nice to see him fumble on the goal line like that. That was, mwah, I couldn't have planned it any better. It was delicious. 
dude, crazy. And then, dude, how mad, I, I, I was furious watching the, uh, I think it was over, or no, it was before overtime. It was just before they got into overtime. And they didn't review, like, a pass to the sideline to Gabe Davis, and it was clearly yep. not a catch. And I was like, how yep. do you not oh, even yeah. take a second look at that? that? Like, just from, like, plain view, it was like, that's really close. You might want to take a peek. No, no, like, wait till they snap the ball, blow the whistle. I agree, man. And so Minnesota couldn't do it because they had no timeouts, but the NFL should have did it within two minutes, right? Well, it's inside two. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. Because it wasn't a catch. Yeah, no, not at all. Absolutely wild. Crazy, crazy game. Very glad. Uh it was cool to watch. Dude, the, the Justin Jefferson catch. He had a few catches that were crazy, but the one Unreal. that like was it fourth and eighteen or something crazy, or maybe it was an eighteen yard catch on a fourth and ten or like whatever it was. Monster grab. That matchup with Jefferson and Reed and Sauce is going to be so fun to watch. Matt, what do you think about like the wide receiver core of the Vikings? Yeah, they are unbelievable. If uh, Stefan Diggs wasn't already in everyone's mind the number one receiver in here I go. I'm thinking about the the trade. Justin Jefferson. If Justin <laughs> Jefferson isn't the, uh, the number one uh, receiver in everyone's mind, then I, I, I don't know what you're watching i know terry kill is great but that that catch from jefferson man was just unbelievable and that vikings wide receiver matchup versus the jets corner duo it, it's going to be a dog fight i think it's going to be similar to when the jets did go against the Vikings, and it was a battle it was a back and forth he made a big play but then the jets clamped him down a little bit so i think it'd be a little give and take but i with him yeah, I mean, it's, it's fascinating how good they are. And that just that trade between Diggs or between Buffalo and Minnesota, it could have been like they could have not done the trade and then Buffalo could have got Justin Jefferson <laughs> and it'd be just as good. Like both, I don't know if a team necessarily lost that trade. I mean, I guess Minnesota probably made out better because you have the, the, the cheaper contract in Jefferson. But man, it's going to be uh, a world of hurt trying to trying to contain that dude. Uh, Everaldo drops in, says, Jets win, they're in first, Jets lose, they're in last. Yeah, it's a really dis- depressing and scary thing considering the last time we played the Patriots coming off a of bye last year, we got thumped. So like, hopefully we uh, you know, kind of turn that around. We'd love to see that. Um, let's see. Dad yeah, I Mills think... Mom. Though, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, go I was going to say, no, no, no. Ju- just on that note, I think uh, the case, just like you said, I think when you add to the fact that Diggs is a multi-multi-million-dollar receiver and Jefferson is on a rookie contract, I think you can you can comfortably say, and they, and they got another two picks too, or three three pick. I think you can safely say that the Vikings won the trade, but I don't think Buffalo is complaining. You know. Yeah, no, not at all. I, I I think it worked out well for both sides. I don't think anyone would have expected a young wide receiver to come on quite as fast as Jefferson has come on. And the Bills right. needed a premier talent immediately. So so getting digs the way they did is is pretty smart. Um, Dax Milne's mom comes and said, would you rather the coin flip prediction is correct and the Jets lose to the Pats and the Bears, uh, but make the AFC championship game or beat the Pats this week, but lose in the wild card? Uh, I, look, I'll be honest. I want to beat the Pats. I coin flip be damned. <laughs> I, I want the damn Pats in the worst way. There's not one team in the NFL I want to beat more than the New England Patriots. Green Bean, your thoughts? Coin flip uh, predictions or Patriots? Uh, I'm with you, bro. I mean, like, look, it's nice to think 
like, what was it, one in five AFC championship game. The number one, I'm tired of getting in the day. We get there, I want to win it for once, man. Five mm-hmm. AFC championship games, screw that. But I think beating the Pats uh, has a lot of value, man. Uh, a lot of value. Now, if we if it means beating the Pats and we lose out or something crazy like that, then a different story, of course. But no, I want to beat the Pats. That's all I'm thinking about. Not only do I want to beat the Pats, I would really love for this squad to actually make them cry a little bit. Like make them please say, please stop. Please stop. Uncle. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what about you? You taking the coin flip prediction and making it to the AFC championship game with a loss to the Pats, or you want this victory? I want to stomp Bill Belichick in his dumb little hood. <laughs> I want this win, baby. Give me the win. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Can't can't live and die by the coin. If we lose, right. then I'm buying in on the coin. But I want the Patriots win. Uh, Thomas Cahill says, uh, tease, not just the Pats. It's the curse. Slay the dragons. Tease. I don't know what tease means, but yes. I would like to uh, slay the dragon that is the Patriots. I want to be done with them. I'm sick of talking about this. I want to beat them. Uh, Alex says, I'm over the coin flip. Give me the pats. Alex feels <laughs> the same way we do. Smart. Love seeing it. Smart man. Uh, Hennessy says, they're building a soccer stadium in Queens. Soccer, seriously. Woody dropped the ball, man. Uh, well, maybe we can throw in some money towards that uh stadium because a soccer field is about the same size as a football field, right? <laughs> that, could that work wait, out? Uh, wait, what happened? I don't, I don't know. They're saying, oh, they're building a soccer? Are they really? Matt, yeah, right next that? to as today. NYCA right next to uh, City Field. Wow, come uh, on. That's brutal. It is brutal, dude. <laughs> that's pretty... I'm telling, telling you, man, the Jets love their deal they have in New Jersey. They love it. You know what I mean? I know the whole thing with New York. I mean, I get it. I would love to have our, even though I'm technically Jersey. You know what I mean? I really am. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like to have our own stadium, no matter where the hell it was. If it was in the middle of Albany, I'd be like, you know what? It's ours. I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I don't think that. I mean, they're Florham Park. I mean, the taxes, you know, just the whole thing in New Jersey. I think they love it. Yeah, I think splitting the stadium with uh, another team definitely helps the bottom line, I would think. Uh, what do you guys think about the the whole push to to go like natural grass or not with the silt turf or whatever it is uh, it's been getting pushed? Matt, have you heard anything about this? Yeah, uh, I've seen seen it a lot. Um, I, I, I with you because I just feel like so many of these teams they continue to play um, on the turf, and I think teams don't want to have to do the maintenance on on a grass field in today's world there's got to be a better of turf in 2022 than whatever they're currently using um so they got to do something about it but i would be they switch back to grass matt or uh sorry greenbean what do you think about the uh the turf conversation have you heard anything about this and, and where do you sort of stand on it a little bit um I will say I was actually asked to contribute uh, on a Twitter thread that I and I and I'm sorry if, if you're on here. I completely spaced on you. I didn't do shit. So but I really do agree with it. Like, I think just like Matt said, I'm 100 percent in with Matt. I think they should go back to grass. 
And uh, I think the the silica cube balls things that they tried, clearly it's not working. I mean, yes, it's better than the plates we had in Giant Stadium and all that. But Denver figured out how to have a a well-maintained grass stadium in a northern state. Denver figured it out. They're like the creme de la creme of fields. Um and I think we should just mimic that, man. Like the the uh, the template is 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 created. Just mimic it, and I think that all fields should be grass. The fact that we're still talking about this, I mean, we moved away from the astroturf, which was essentially like that green felt, you know, that 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 mm-hmm. kind of like plastic. Yeah, it was just laid on top of literally concrete. Like Altoon yep. was really big. Uh, he was a kit and helped change you know the the rules away from astroturf and i i can say that i think this is better for sure but i think grass just get grass man what are we doing here i'm still talking about this in 40 years yeah i mean if for no other reason the jets should get grass because of the the competitive disadvantage we're currently at with the amount of injuries we have now i i'm at a little bit of a loss as far as like injuries we've sustained this year because our three biggest ones four biggest ones i guess if you want to include uh Becton, none of which happened on you know MetLife's turf um i don't know i just i feel like that there's enough science behind it and it's like okay cl- guys are clearly getting injured if the nfl is about safety which we know they're not really about safety i mean the, no. the if they were really about safety they wouldn't be having teams play sunday and then thursday that's there's just no way that would be a thing um this is all about money it's they don't want to spend the the revenue to try and uh, maintain a field you're making what 16 billion dollars a year or something crazy or maybe it might even be more than that whatever the number is some insane amount of money i think we can figure out how to get natural grass so that we keep our guys healthy it's it's sort of a weird like it saves money on the maintenance side of things but then it also saves money on like the contract side of things. If guys get hurt, not that you want to see guys getting hurt, but now owners are like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're not staying healthy. You know, maybe we can't pay as much, but, 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 so, you know, as like, it all trickles down, uh, all the way down. So you want to see guys have extended careers. You want to see this whole thing. Um, I would like to see, see grass. Uh, Stud City makes a good point. Brees Hall got hurt on grass. That is true. On in yeah, on yeah. Denver. I know, I just, yeah, Denver. As a matter of fact, I almost said that. Like, of course, it's not, you know, devoid of injuries. But I don't think it wasn't the grass that did it. It wasn't the no give of the you know the hard um, you know whatever you know what I mean. All the stuff that that the the imitation fields provide as far as you know uh, injuries and all that. The grass is just grass. You you can still get hurt on it, but it wasn't the field that was. The culprit. Uh, Matthew drops in, says, fellas, a pleasure as always, Jets fans. Enough of let's hope we get the wild card. There's no reason why we can't grab this division. We must divorce ourselves from the past, must aim for the division. Yeah, we got a a poll going in the live chat right now. Uh, Most likely Jets outcome, or most likely outcome for the Jets. We have 277 votes right now. Uh, 17% are saying one seed. 23% are saying division champs. 56% say wild card. 4% say miss the playoffs. That 4%, I'm assuming, are not Jet fans or just part of the same old Jets fan crew. I'm looking for the one seed. I want the division. I want the division first and foremost. I think if you you beat the Patriots this week, it goes a long way to, to getting you to that division title. If you lose this, I think you're, I, I still think you're squarely in position to get uh, a wild card. But if you lose this game coming up, 
I think I, I don't want to say you can kiss the division goodbye, but it feels like you can kiss the division goodbye with a sweep of the Patriots. Um, let's see. Yeah. What else? I mean, look, we still have eight games left, right? So we could lose this game and win out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, and and still take the division. We could win this game, and and we could lose this game, and and the you know the the Bills and Pats and Dolphins lose a few. We could you know we could win four more and get the division, of course. But I'm is huge divisional implications, man. And not for mm-hmm. nothing, just like the last one, it's it's not it's it's bigger, like for the message too. Not only mm-hmm. to the team themselves, but to the league and to the division. Like, no, we beat Miami, we beat Buffalo, and we overcame the big monkey on our back, the damn Patriots, all in one season. We're here. You know what I mean? We're here and it's real. I think it sends a big message too. It's important. Yeah, I think absolutely. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on the wild card versus division title, that sort of thing? I definitely think for a while, it feels like the AFC is much so up for grabs. Um, and I think it's a rare opportunity to pounce on that. Um, that that's absolutely could be the goal at the same time. I don't think it makes you less of a fan. If you said, realistically, I think the bills snap back and the jets end up a wild card. Like if you want to go with a more approach i get it but there's no reason that the AC east is, is it's not like some crazy outlandish take it's right there if you win this week you're in first and then you control your own destiny so i get where he's coming from right there with you uh brian comes in brian says victory tuesday oh it's our bye lol sup guys what's up brian nice to have <laughs> you in here uh our good old buddy Mutt Files drops in and says, so who's ready to watch the Jets win the AFC East, need to beat the Patriots to change the narrative of this team, still believe we go 12-5 and five since January. Division champs, boys, let's go. Uh, look, there's, we should pull up, I don't have the schedule, but I do have the, uh, let's see, I have the uh, little screen share here. Bam! Oh, see, now I'm going to switch you guys. Switch you guys for right now. Because the names were backwards. Bam! Hmm. Didn't think to change this one. We're, uh, we're, we're bugging out oh, about it in there. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Green bean's not green bean. Green bean's Matt. Matt's not green bean. Green bean's Matt. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, look, this is where the this is how the playoffs stack up right now. And the Jets hmm. are currently in the five seed. I looking at the 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 final few games that the Jets have, you're talking uh the Patriots, the Bears, the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Lions. Hmm. Seahawks, Bills, um, who am I missing? Missing Dolphins. someone in there. Dolphins. Um, when I'm looking at that, I'm looking at obviously the the three home games. You got the the Lions, the Bears, and the Jaguars. Those are the three you, you kind of have to get. And then you look at the, how critical the Bills game or the uh, the Patriots game and the Dolphins games are going to be. I'm almost like okay with the Bills game right now because I don't think Josh Allen is right. I think something's going on with that arm. I think it's more serious. Mm. Um, then, I, I mean, everyone's been talking about it being serious, I guess, but he played last week. Like, I, I don't see him. Played well, too, except for the bonehead Yeah, mistakes. he did, but it's like he, yeah. he something felt off. And I don't know if it's just like a funk about the team or if it's a funk about Allen, but it felt like the last few weeks, even going back to Green Bay, that Allen just is, he doesn't seem as sharp. Um, Now, obviously, Green Bay was before the, the huff hit and the injury at the end of the Jet game. But I think there's an outside shot of him still needing Tommy John surgery, and I think he's going to play through this season. And he may not play all of next year uh, if he does need that, because that's like a 12 to 18 month recovery time. That is a brutal 
uh, recovery. But overall, I, I think there's a lot of opportunities for the Jets to, to get a lot of wins here. And I think when you look at the tail end of the schedule, it's changed so drastically from where we were at the beginning part of the season. Because the beginning part of the season, we were talking about how the, you know, oh, now I got to switch you guys back in. <sighs> See, that's what happens. Oh, that's no. That's what I'm screwing around. Whoop. Whoop. That's not right. Green beans guess two. Mac and me. I'm happy. <laughs> there we hey. go. I'm happy wherever I land. Just want you to know that. <laughs> Green bean was late and I had to switch the names. I was like, ah, this looks good. <laughs> this will be fine. Yeah, um, yeah like, like, I, I think the tail end of the schedule looks harder now than it did preseason. And like the beginning part of the schedule was almost easier because we faced so many backup quarterbacks. The teams like Green Bay and Denver are not the caliber that we thought they were going to be. Um, and now you look at maybe teams like the Bears, like, you know, Justin Fields all of a sudden kicking into gear. He's running around like crazy back there. Um, now, I still think the Jets should win that game, but it does seem like it's a little bit harder on the tail end of the schedule. Greenbean, what are your thoughts on the, the schedule overall? And where do you kind of see us maybe shaking out like record wise? Um, here, here's I think um, I honestly think that we match up well with every single team on the back end of the schedule. I do believe that we're for real. I believe we're a consistent quarterback away from uh, being quite the the bunch of stompers through the NFL, quite frankly. I think our defensive line is serious. Um, and we all know, you know, you pressure the quarterback, you win. Like, that's the way it goes. Our cornerbacks uh, are among, if not the best trio in the NFL. Linebackers hit like a brick shithouse. And our offense is loaded, man. Like, we are loaded with weapons. Um, even when you look at the Vikings, like the Vikings, with all respect, man, I mean, you know, um, obviously they're loaded. But, dude, the Bills don't have Sauce and Reed and Michael Carter. Like, we can – I mean, Sauce can match up. I'm very interested to see how these matchups go for the second half of the season. But I honestly believe it's realistic to think five and three on the back end. And if it's four and four and we end up 10 wins, I'm happy with that too. Don't get me wrong, but I think five and three, uh, on, uh, on a, is realistic. You know, I think don't tell anybody I said this, but I think we can fucking win more. I think we can win six or seven of these. That's what 14 I'm saying. and three until I, proven. Oh, otherwise. that's right, man. Why not? <laughs> what i'm saying and it all starts with the pats of course and it's a big mm -hmm. monkey dude zach wilson uh it's like he just kind of came on the jet and absorbed the last 20 years of pain he's looked like complete dog shit when playing the patriots it's if there's a ghost like it's spooky you know, just like sam darnold you know uh he's thrown a toe is it uh is it nine picks against the patriots Eight, seven, something like that. It was what well, was what four the first game, three four? this game. I think he had one in like the I, the yeah, quarter and a half of play that he had yeah, when he got hurt. Or, yeah, so think about that. In three games, he's got fucking eight picks. You know what I mean? Like it's like half uh, his picks. Half <laughs> his interceptions. He got four interceptions this year. Four interceptions or five interceptions, four touchdowns, something like that. Four or five. And three of them are in one game and they're the Pats. So that's the thing. Like we have to shake off this Bill Belichick uh, thing. Zach's just got it. He, if he can just play calm and instead of running backwards, if every time Zach ran backwards, if he just runs forwards and get, you know, four yards, five yards, we win. Like mm -hmm. that's what it is. And I think that 
if uh, if we go in there like you know looking for blood, I think that we can absolutely beat this team. And if we do, the NFL better watch out, like because this is the one. This is the one for our message. Not that we can't still be good after it if we lose, but this is the one. We overcome this, and we're going to be bloody in some noses out there. And I think five wins is not unrealistic. Chimera says two dollars super chat. Thank you, dude. Uh, and then he drops in with another super chat <laughs> with an actual message says, Hey, give me your opinions for the jets to win the division. Zach Wilson will have to take an extra step, half a step forward. Uh, it seems like we're winning with his bar being don't turn the ball over. Yes. He's definitely being asked to minimize potential, uh, risks and fallouts hundred percent. Um, but if we want to be taken seriously in this league, if you want to be competitive with teams like the chiefs, um, even though your defense is stout, I think you really have to be able to throw the ball and be able to, to score points when you have to. We really haven't been down by a lot where we have needed to do it. Um, but I would like to see Zach win us a game, you know, with, with the flashy stats. Like I want to see the 300 yard game, the three touchdown game and him be the reason we won. Not, uh, you know, on the back of the defense and the running game and like all this, you know, everything else. It's just... I know that's how we should be winning, but I, I think for us to get into the playoffs, we can do what we are continually. Uh, for us to get into the playoffs, I think we can continue to do what we've been doing and be fine and get in. For us to make noise, Zach is going to have to take, like Chimera said, that uh, half step forward. Matt, you agree with Chimera here? I do. I wonder if it's Chimera, like Jason Chimera, NHL legend. I can only imagine that uh, this is Jason no, Chimera I watching our, our stream. I'm pretty sure his logo is a chimera. I think I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Chimera, the the lion, the snake, and the what is it, the eagle or whatever. Fuck if I, I know. I just I went. Mythology. My brain went right to hockey. Yeah, I, I went sports <laughs> over over nerd talk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, nerd talk. To my, no. Blew it, and I talked about video games for like a half hour yesterday. People were pissed. Uh. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but no, I I do I do agree with I do agree with this take. And I think honestly, I really believe this. One, the bye week I think is gonna be big for him getting that mental reset. We saw what happened last year when he came back from injury and he was a better player in the second half of the year. And also the defenses that they play against really up Jacksonville, Detroit, Chicago's defense might be the worst of them all. Miami's a really good offense. Their defense isn't really all that great. Um, so there's going to be some opportunities to put up some uh, pretty gaudy uh, box score numbers. Yeah, Greenbean, how are you feeling about this take here? You think Zach Wilson's going to have to take an extra step or half step forward for us to be legit? Yeah, I actually agree with that. I think that's that's well said, too. Like, we've been winning with, you know, don't, don't turn the ball over. That's how, that's how kind of good the rest of the team has been playing whether it's special teams defense obviously the running game look at our offensive line and all the tackles we've been through and they're still better than we were in 2018 19 and 20 it's still it's still better line like we haven't had that collapse the team is playing their asses off if zach wilson takes that half step that chimera is talking about here and like, what does that mean? Uh, two twenty to sixty a game, two mm -hmm. touchdowns. I, I said it. I was I was watching Matt's um, uh, Jets report today, and I and I put that in there. It's like all I'm looking is like two forty five, 
you know, 23 of 33. I don't want to see 44 dropbacks. I want to see, you know, the running game and everything. But if Zach can be efficient uh, and, like, take that half step, which turning the ball over, getting above 220 pretty much consistently, I think we're to be reckoned with, man. I honestly do. I, I hate to, I get so nervous boasting. I'm, I'm seriously damaged. Like I was trying to talk shit with somebody, but like, I, I'm not even, I used to be like, <laughs> screw you. We're going to kick your ass. I don't have that anymore. I'm nervous. It's going to take me a while to get to where I'm that comfortable. But when you look at the team, dude, we're good. We're young and we're good. And I think if Zach does that, what Chimera is talking about, yeah, man, I think that, uh, I think we can win the division, bro. It's spooky. Ooh, so I've got a good one for you. Uh, I didn't see this in there, so I apologize if someone has it. I don't think they do. Um, last game of the season. Let's say the Jets have locked up the division. If we beat the Dolphins, we'd knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs, or we can rest our starters. Matt, would you prefer us to rest starters against the Finns and let them into the playoffs or play you know, balls out, even though we've already clinched the division and not give our guys the weaker rest. Can you impact your own seeding? Yeah. Like, can good, you that's a good question. Good let's question, say no. Let, 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 that's a, that's a great question. Let's say no. Let's, let's use the example of the two seed. Cause right now, ah, eh, well, I guess the, the Ravens and Titans are both six and three. Um, let's say no, for the sake of argument, let's say you're, you're staying within your spot, but you allow the dolphins into the playoffs. If you rest your starters. Okay, how about this? Fuck them. We're playing the starters anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Yo, I don't want the Dolphins in the playoffs. They're scary. That's like, that. that is talent that I would rather not. Because could you, what's going to happen is the Jets let them into the playoffs and then we won't face them the first round. Or the second no. round. We'll face them in the championship game, and that's when we'll get our ass knocked out. And that's when the coin flip bracket will be right, and we'll be, ah, spitting nails and Plus, all if that you rest, stuff. if you rest starters, what always happens is you come out flat. Yep. Happened to the Colts. Yeah, 100%. Happened to the Colts, you know, a million years with Peyton Manning. And the, the, or just ask the, the Bengals the Jet, against the Jets in 2009 how that went. I'm hoping it's for the division title. Like, both teams are in the playoffs, you know, by that week, and it's like, okay, we're playing – for like the belt green bean what about you you want the division if the division title's locked up are you resting starters or are you knocking the dolphins out that's question was fantastic right like that's important <laughs> does it affect you know what i think dude you got you can't think with your emotions and i would want my coach to not pull a rex ryan and not mm. get quinn and williams injured you know what i mean mm. going into the damn playoffs uh, i'd rather rest my starters i think and see if my number twos can kick their ass. That's what I would do. Send Ooh, out James. Yeah. Can you imagine Sherwood. the demoralizing, like, you know, Mike White goes out there and slings it for 400 yards to Elijah yeah. Moore and Denzel Mims, Denzel Mims our backup and team. Uh huh. Fuck it. Ugh. Ty Johnson runs for a buck 80. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. I'd sign up for either one. I'm, I'm leaning more yeah. towards Matt on this one personally. I think I'd want to, I think strategically, making sure the Dolphins don't get in, because then you're probably talking about a team like maybe the Chargers or the Bengals that are getting in. Because right now, the teams that are just like on the bubble, the Patriots are five and four. They're in the seven seed. Chargers are five and four. They just lost a ton of people. So I think they're going to kind of keep falling. The Bengals are without Chase. They're five and four. The team behind them is the Colts. So like it might be like the wild card may be wrapped up 
heading into that final week anyway, unless, you know, the AFC East really beats up on one another and kind of drops a little bit here. Um, John Springs comes in. John says the Vikings didn't impress at all. Josh Allen fell apart. We can beat them. Jets better on the road. Yeah, look, I'm not super afraid of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm afraid of Jamar Chase and Dalvin Cook. I think they're both phenomenal talents. I think they're, I think Jefferson's probably the best receiver in the game. And I think Cook's a top five to 10 running back, depending on like who you're, you're putting in front of them. But I, I'm still leery. They're still like eight and one. <laughs> There's still enough there that's like, oh, well, you know, could you be concerned? I think we have the talent to do it. I think it for me, for that game, it probably falls a little bit more on Zach. Like if, if the Vikings can find a way to score or if Zach makes mistakes similar to how Allen kind of made some mistakes there. Um, but I think the Jets can can play with them. Uh, Green Bean, are you impressed by the Vikings or uh, how are you feeling about them? I mean, I think the comment is, you know, a little further than I, I wouldn't say they didn't impress me, man. I mean, there was some very impressive stuff going on um, during that game. Now, I agree, though. Josh Allen blew it. You know what I mean? All he has to do is not fumble and, and get a yard and they're good. You know what I mean? Which he's done a million times. Uh, or at the very end, I mean, they were going to tie it. I mean, mm. he threw it up through. Oh, and I think they were going to they were driving the score. So, yeah. I mean, there's lots of that, right? And I'm very happy with the results, okay? I'm very, very happy with the results. But I think while they're definitely a good team, again, I think we can hang. I think DJ Reed and Michael Carter can hang. I think our workers can handle their running game. While it's good, don't get me wrong, they're going to get their yards. But I think we can, we can spook... Kirk Cousins back there, a little Quinn and Williams, a little Bryce Huff, a little JJ action mm -hmm. to the face. And I think Kirk Cousins will 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 see what's up, man. I think we can hang with these guys. Again, it's all about New England. That's where I am. After we beat New England, they're gonna flex the Minnesota game to prime time, and Kirk Cousins is gonna be doomed. Matt, how are you feeling about the Vikings? You nervous? Um I I, I don't so quick to dismiss. Can the Jets beat them? Yes. I think the Jets, mm -hmm. with how they're playing, especially defensively, could hang with any team in the NFL. But uh, you are what your record says you are, and they have a pretty damn good record, too. So um, I would move the game to... Oh, and you guys know I'm a 1 o'clock guy, but something about <laughs> Kirk Cousins when the lights comes on, man, and he's a different guy. He's going to get spooked. I love it. Put us on primetime, baby. Uh, Jay Perez says, beware of Seattle. Even if Gino slows down, he has a purpose playing against us. I'll be at that game, says Jay. Um, I'm. Uh, it's crazy how good of a draft we had and how good of a draft Seattle has because Seattle may wind up with defensive rookie of the year and offensive rookie of the year. I still think Sauce gets it, but I think there's a very strong case for Tariq Woolen, who's got five interceptions. And I don't know if you guys saw the Tom Brady interception, but that was a joke of an interception. Not all interceptions should be uh, the same. When you look at sauces, he's got two against division rivals, you know, arguably the best team in the league in Buffalo and also against Miami. Granted, you know, maybe a little star <laughs> with sauces and a third-string quarterback, but even still. Uh, I do think Seattle is a tough team. Kenneth Walker on the other side, but I think even still the Jets match up well. I, I think for me, the the bigger hurdle is going across the other side of the country and having to play with the, the time zone difference and, and all that sort of stuff. Matt, how are you feeling about the Seattle game? Um, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be because Geno Smith is playing really, really good football. 
Um, just just a note on Sauce Garner to, to uh, toss that in there. NFL Research mm-hmm. had a great tweet earlier today where they said uh, Sauce Gardner has allowed yards per reception and yards per target in man coverage this season. Uh, and they followed it up saying Sauce Gardner has allowed three catches for two yards on 81 man coverage snaps since week four. If that's not your defensive rookie of the year, I don't know what you are watching. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. Like I, I knew he was playing well, didn't realize it was like that well. And even the touchdown he gave up was the one to, uh, Cooper week two, where it looked like it was just a blown assignment. Just like, Oh, I was playing a different coverage. Like, I don't consider that like a touchdown given up. Tariq Wollen's given up at least two touchdowns. Wollen's good. Uh, He's not as good. I was going to say, how are you feeling about Seattle now? Ooh, go for well, it. On, on what Matt's saying, I don't know if you guys uh, have ever heard of Brett Coleman. He does like all kinds of breakdowns. Re- really good. Oh, channel. yeah. He did a great one on sauce. Did you see it? If if you guys haven't mm-hmm. seen the Brett Coleman sauce gardener breakdown, you need to watch it just on you. Not now when the stream is over. <laughs> you go Google, uh, in the YouTube search engine, type in Brett Coleman. I think it's with a K. Brett yeah, Coleman. K-O-L-L-M-A-N. Yeah, and to just try Brett Coleman, Sauce Gardner. Dude, it's about seven minutes of sheer stupidity on how good Sauce Gardner really is and what he's already doing and how teams are already trying to deal with him. It's a, it's amazing, and Matt just nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how you can't argue uh, or – I feel like he should be in most people's top five corners, and he's just a rookie. It's insane. Greenbean, are you concerned with Seattle at all? No. Nice. We'll move on. (laughs) Again, I think, you know, you got to get Geno Smith running around thinking fast because as good as he's playing, and Geno always had talent. And I'll I'll reiterate what what I said back then. I got beat up a little bit. I was a fan of Geno Smith. Like I believed mm-hmm. that he could at any moment just kind of overcome and he never did. And he got the jaw broken and the whole thing, and it really fell off a cliff, but his talent was clear to me. He was just an idiot. You know what I mean? Now he's yep. like, he's playing mm-hmm. calmer and everything, but I think our defensive line and our cornerbacks can confuse him. And I think we can get him having to think fast and make decisions. And I think, that happens we got a real good shot not only beating them making them look stupid ablab comes in says believe hashtag gang we believe ablab uh hennessy says just throw the ball three times all game mac wilson uh if we could run the ball you know 40 times and we don't have to worry about trying to score touchdowns really quick yeah sure i'm all about it. i don't need to throw the ball a lot <laughs> if you're getting five yards carry who cares uh, Thomas Cahill drops in. He says, I I want to see Elijah Moore break out with slants mm. over the middle. I think a lot of us do. A lot of us want to see him kind of get more involved with the offense after having, I think, one target over the course of the last three weeks or so. Um, now, coming out of the bye, maybe there's been a little bit more of a reset. My thing is, is, like, if we're getting Corey Davis back this week, which I don't know if that's actually been confirmed or not. I just sort of assume we are getting them back. Um, and they've said Mims isn't, you know, he's going to get some reps too. How many reps are we going to have and how are you going to spread them around? Because like Conklin had himself a pretty nice day. I would think working the middle of the field, trying to get the ball out quick would play into the Elijah Moore game plan. Like I think you could uh, beat the Pats with his shiftiness in the slot. 
Um, but then you got Conklin. I don't know. It's just a lot of stuff to to go around. Matt, you seeing a breakout game from uh, Elijah Moore this week? You know, maybe. I'm not going to give a definitive answer, which is really bad to do in this uh, in this field that we chose here, gentlemen. But um, I will say that I am very excited to see him go back to the slot. Um, mm, yeah. And part of me thinks like that Bill Belichick saw that Garrett Wilson just beat the crap out of him all you know the last time, and then he's going to put a little extra effort to taking him away, and Elijah Moore comes out. But then another part of me just says, well, Garrett Wilson's just that dominant, and I think he's going to get open anyway. So it's going to be hard not to feed him the ball. I'll go somewhere in the middle. I'm not going to say like breakout, but maybe like for like 40 yards. And it's like, okay, he's he's a functioning wide receiver again. And we could. Yeah, give me like four receptions, 40 yards, or five receptions, 40 yards, and a touchdown. That'd be, that would make me feel good about mm-hmm. Elijah Moore. Uh, mm-hmm. Greenbean, you think Elijah Moore breaks out this week? I do. Now, I understand and respect completely why Matt is saying what he's saying, and it's a smart move, and it's very well placed, well played, uh, but I am I am feeling something here this week. I would normally stay right where Matt is on this one, but I feel something. I think the bye, I think everything leading up to it, I think how good of a sport he was running all those orbits Zach Wilson all, and he can complain for a second. I think it's time we moved him to the slot, uh, like Matt mentioned, and I think it's uh, it, dude. It's what I'm saying literally since he was drafted. You know, since we saw him week one, like why why do they why are they playing him on the outside so much? Like we've been saying it. Now it's not that he can't be used out there, of course, but clearly this year it's not working. Fact that Lafleur have kind of succumbed to the ideas that maybe weren't their own. I think it's it's just been building up, building up, building up. And I think uh, uh, Elijah Moore is going to be a five-plus catch uh, dynamo this week against the Patriots, and I think uh, it's going to be good to see. I was talking to Blewett last night, and he was saying how uh, Elijah Moore's been in the slot. He just hasn't been looked at as read one or two uh, at least for the last two weeks, like since since mm-hmm. the Bronco game. So you're talking the Patriots and the Bills games. Um, I'm hoping he gets some looks. I want to see him. It's just tough when you're looking, you know, at the pecking order because Garrett Wilson is just a better receiver. So he should be the first look. And then if you're going to say, okay, Garrett Wilson, then maybe I'm going to the tight end or going to the running back. Like, I don't know. I want to see him break out. I would like to see it. Um, and I think he can get, you know, like four catches, 40 yards. That would be a pretty nice uh, little day for him. Chris KV comes and says, what do you fellas think the Jets will need to improve in order to get through this stretch victoriously? I say third downs plus red zone conversions need to be more regular. What say you find gents? Um, for me, it's really Zach. It's if Zach can start to click. And like Matt said a little bit earlier, the defenses on this back half of the schedule, particularly the Bears and the Lions, are defenses you should be able to dominate. Like if if we're going to see a good Zach Wilson this year, it's going to be in those games. I don't know if I want to uh, put the pressure on him this week because Belichick just seems to have his number. And Robert Salas said something uh, to the effect of, you know, there's four or five snaps and we're crucifying uh, Zach Wilson, you know, against the Patriots, or at least not, not we, the fans are, and the media is. Um 
So I don't know. I, I think for me, if we had to improve one area, it would just be Zach overall. And I think if he can utilize his legs a little bit more like we saw last week against Buffalo, I think you pick up those third downs, which does kind of play into to Chris's sort of third down conversions here. Uh, Matt, what do you think we need to improve on to be victorious down this stretch? Yeah, really, I completely steal your thunder, but I think it's cons- consistency from the quarterback. Um, I think mm-hmm. if you get that, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Now, uh, I think we mentioned this a few times on the show. I don't think it could be like the version of Zach where he's throwing the ball 18 to 24 times. I think if he lives in that 25 to 35 range, that's the sweet spot. I don't like these 40 plus games. The Jets have too much or, or too good of a running game quite that many times. And I'm not saying you, you know, you go back to the wishbone days either. I think you could find a, a happy medium somewhere around 30 times a game, plus or minus. Um, and if he gets in a rhythm like what he did against Buffalo, uh, I, I think they could be in really good shape. And as I said earlier on the show, they have some defenses coming up on the schedule that are bottom half of the league, and hopefully we see a different player. Green Bean, what about you? What area do you think the Jets could improve on to be victorious down this stretch here? I, I Look, it's got to be Zach. I mean, look, I, I think that our safety play, you know, they've been spotty at times. Uh, I think that the linebacker coverage, like, look, as much as I am loathe to say anything negative about how C.J. Mosley has been playing, earned in the passing game at least once a game. I mean, he gets he gets really, um, by the tight end, running back, you know, whoever. But he's playing so lights out all over the field, sideline to sideline. So, you know, but I think, you know, those, I think you could improve backer coverages. Uh, in the passing game, but I think it really, if, if Zach, like Chimera said before, if Zach could just take that, that step forward, just not be erratic, not be panic stricken where he's running backwards. And like, if that's really gone, this team, that's going to impact this team. Unlike anything else can, you know, that's the thing. And I, maybe the offensive line, uh, gelling, like, look, uh a at bare minimum we found some serious depth man we got a good guy mm-hmm. coming off the texans practice squad and i think I'd, I'd love to see max mitchell come back you know fant doesn't look like he's returning to practice so he might be gone a little bit longer but i'd love to see max mitch max mitchell back but you got to consider how well it's going to treat the line to keep shuffling dudes you know mm-hmm. um because because he look he all but neutralized von miller and yeah, that's not to be Taken lightly, man. That's serious. You know what I mean? So I think if the line can just gel and become a force, that would also be helpful. But I think the most important is Zach. Yeah, Blute and I were talking about that a little bit yesterday was the offensive line and how consistency with the five guys on the unit is almost more important than the skill level of one independent individual. And I think that's probably what you're talking about when you're talking about Fant or Mitchell. Uh, it's kind of the direction we sort of took the question was, okay, who do you want? Do you want Fant or do you want Mitchell to start? Because Fant's probably gone at the end of the year where Mitchell's here at least for the next three years. Um, mm-hmm. And and Blewett sort of pitched it as like, well, maybe it's neither. Maybe it is just, you know, Obue, Obue or however you say his name. Um, you know, perhaps that is the answer. Um, I just think the best player should get it. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be Mitchell or not, but I think our best five just need to be out there because Zach Wilson is more important than any other piece on this team uh, through the duration of this year. 
but yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Zach needs to be the, the piece that plays a little bit better. Uh, Mike Anthony, do you guys think we have a realistic chance of a home playoff game? I really do. Uh, but I'll give you a more definitive answer after this week. I think if the Jets can win, now all of a sudden we have a half game lead. I guess it would be what half game lead or we're tied with the Dolphins, but we have the the tiebreaker with them at the moment. Um, we need some teams to beat beat Miami because I don't love the idea of going into that final game of the season after kind of embarrassing the Dolphins the way we did with their third string quarterback in MetLife. I have a really hard time seeing that last game of the season being a win. It, it feels like that's a revenge game for them, and we are I don't want that to come down <laughs> to, to that at the end of the season. But yeah, I think the Jets do have a realistic shot at a home playoff game, uh, and it'd be exciting. It'd be the first one since 2002. Matt, you think the Jets have a realistic shot of landing a home playoff game? Mm. Yes. Yes, they can. Which uh, I was talking a little bit about it um, on my stream. Uh, that would be the first one of uh, one that I remember. 2002 is like the year before I knew what was going on. That was second grade Matt. You know, he, he was picking <laughs> daisies out in the field, you know, at recess. He didn't know what was going on, man. Uh, but th those 2003 and four Jets, they, they got him hooked. But yeah, that would be insane. I, I would be a dog off the chain if that happened. Yeah, we're there. Cranby, and you think we're getting a home playoff game, or you think it's realistic that we get a home playoff? I, game? I right. Uh, I think it's realistic as well, and and I'm I'm uh, I'm really excited that Matt thinks so. He's so you know he's so uh, constructive in his thinking. So I I really respect that. Uh, if Matt believes it, I believe it. So I think it's realistic, man, and we do. I hope tickets are less than five hundred because I'll go. Ah, dude, okay. it's gonna it's gonna be expensive. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be like, we need to be there. It's ridiculous. I want to see it. It's been too long. Uh, Adam S. Yeah. drops in and says, see a lot of Jeff Justin Jefferson in Garrett Wilson. Um, I'm not ready to go there yet, but I do see star potential in Garrett Wilson. Uh, when I was watching Jefferson coming out that year, I had Lamb as my one, Jefferson as my two, and I got a lot of shit for that. <laughs> of Judy and because of rugs. And I was like, I don't know. Jefferson looks pretty good. But then it's like, ah, oh, Jamar Chase is on the other side for a lot of times. Um, Jefferson's really good. I, I don't want to put Garrett Wilson there yet, but I think his ceiling could be, you know, elite level wide receiver. Matt, you see a lot of uh, Justin Jefferson in uh, Garrett Wilson? Uh, I mean, early on this show, I just said uh, Justin Jefferson was the best wide receiver in the NFL. I hope that Garrett Wilson can become that. Um, I think Garrett is this very, very special talent, and I think he has an incredibly high ceiling, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I personally cannot go that far just yet. Greenby, what about you? Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson. Well, I'll tell you what, as far as uh, Garrett Wilson being the receiver, like his rookie year, like the guy who just kind of shows the NFL right away that he's legit, I think so. But Justin Jefferson is special, man. You know, I mean, Garrett Wilson is too, but... Uh, it's hard to say, you know, that he's Justin Jefferson already. But again, rookie seasons, yeah, Frank Wilson's going to show. He continues, he's going to get over a thousand yards. Like, when's mm -hmm. the last thousand outside of Brandon Marshall? Like, bull, that bullshit. When's the last thousand? It's Keyshawn. Like, Keyshawn. Is it really that long yeah. ago? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I, what did San Antonio? Right. I don't think Holmes and, and Edwards. I think it was more spread around. Coles and Holmes never got it. Cotchery in 07 got it. Cotchery. Um, yeah, uh, okay. So 07. Uh, any any yeah. more? No, you had both Derek, uh Derek, 
Decker and Marshall Decker in 2015, Marshall. 20 mm-hmm. 2007, uh, and then I think Coles did it once or twice, mm-hmm. also earlier. Right. So outside that. of the Brandon Marshall thing, we're looking at uh, you know what is that? Fucking how, how many years is that? What is that? Fourteen years? Something like too that? many. Yeah. <laughs> a, a long too time. many. That's the answer. Yeah, it's a long time, man. So I think, you know, if he can do that, dude, imagine, I mean, I think he's a a valid candidate for offensive rookie of the year. I mean, I think Brees would have run away with it. Um, But I think Mm -hmm. he, if he gets a thousand yards receiving, he can get offense. You think? I think he's going to have to score a lot because I think Kenneth Walker right now is, is the leader in the clubhouse with Brees being out. Um, We'll see. Garrett Wilson has eight more games to prove himself. Uh, Chimera. Comes and says, if yeah. there's a home playoff game, we effing riot. <laughs> if there is a if there's a home playoff game, Jet Nation is gonna be going bonkers. I'm gonna be the most belligerent, angry person uh you're gonna see <laughs> from the Jet fan base. I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> no, that's so mad. I'm gonna be so happy that like we haven't had this type of success in so long. I just wanna talk shit, <laughs> like in the worst way. Uh, so I apologize. You, may, you guys may want to unsub in front of me because I'm going to be too uh, over the top, maybe. Whatever. Uh, Didon says, can we put Mac on his ass? Want a crime scene. Uh, yeah, look, I want him not wanting to play the next snap. That's what I want. I want him to get hit so friggin' hard that he's like, you know, maybe I should stay down an extra second. Let's let that uh, that other guy go in for a little yeah. bit. Zappy. Yeah. He looks like he'd take a shot or two. Yeah, no, I want to knock him around a little bit. Make him think yep. twice. That's right. I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's see. Saw another one in here. Where did it go? Adam S. Adam S. says, remember freaking out about our defense in preseason. <laughs> yeah, I would think about it, right? Like our preseason, uh, you go against... The Giants, who are playing really well, um, you know, the Eagles, who are the best team in the league right now, and then the freaking Falcons, who, you know, at one point were leading their division. <laughs> Granted, they were sub 500, but that our defense in preseason, it's hard to compare it because you're playing vanilla defenses. You're not trying to give away any of your schemes or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, it's been a uh, been a long time since then. I feel a lot different now, really since the Bengal game. I think that that was yeah, when the, the light flip switched. The first three weeks of the year, they averaged twenty seven points, and since then, it's been like fifteen, something like that. It's been a crazy turnaround, dude. Insanely impressive. Like, if you could go from what would that be, week four, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Steelers game basically to now just light switch incredible really since reed said something and and uh quinn and williams went off on white cotton um romani ad says hey fellas fun fact collectively the jets have been around for roughly 60 years or so in that time we have played five home playoff games we win the division finish 12 and 5 your thoughts dude your lips to god's ears (laughs) i hope so dude like that's like i'm hoping right now my my initial uh, prior to you know training camp or anything, I was saying bare minimum is seven wins. I'm expecting nine wins. Since we are at six and three, my expectation has changed. Since we beat Buffalo and since Buffalo lost to the Vikings, my expectation the floor is wild card right now. Like I'm gonna be upset, 
at this season if the Jets don't make the wild card. I'll be able to look back on it and say, wow, look, that was a successful second year from Robert Sell. I can, those two things can be true. Um, but I would be upset if we didn't make a wild card. And at this point, looking at the skill level we have, I think we should be able to get the division. And I think 12 and 5 is probably the mark to get the division. I think 11 and 5 gets you the wild card. Uh, Matt, I want to hear your thoughts on this. 12 and 5, you think it's happening? No, I, I don't, but I want it to. Mm-hmm. I think 11 and 6 is where I'm at. That's about yeah. as po- the most positive I can get to. 5 and 3 down the stretch, 11 and 6 finish. Greenman, what about you? How bad am I lagging tonight? Is it bad? Uh, not overly so. I mean, I'm having a little bit of stuff on my end overall, not not you guys, yeah. but I got there it's a there's a storm here, so I just I keep I keep Yeah, like, we got sleet and shit up here too, so it's yeah, knocking us so, around. Anyway, so I think uh 12 and 5 would mean we are 6 and 2, right? Isn't that what it would it be? 6 and 2 on the back end. Yep. Yeah, Uh, I think it's unlikely, but realistic. Yeah, man. And again, I think if we beat the Pats on Sunday, I think it's uh, everything changes. That's what I think. I think Mm -hmm. that's the monkey. Get it off your back and then see where it goes. Um, But yeah, I mean, I again, like like Matt, uh, not 12. That's tough for me. Six and two on the end, but five and three for some reason feels wonderful. You know what I mean? Just one game. But uh but yeah, and I'll tell you what, winning the division would be fantastic. Actually coming off of six wins in two years to come in, you know, uh, Robert Sala's second year, Joe Douglas' is 30, and the quarterback, to, to come in and win the division only for the third time in franchise history since the merger in 1970 would be epic. And so well-deserved from all you guys in the chat, man. You know, it's like, we deserve it. I'm sick of it. I'd love it. <laughs> Jet fans do deserve it. When no. you start looking down the, the line, right? Like if, if Green Bean, like he says, this is a big, big week for us. If you can beat the Patriots, you're expecting to beat the Bears, Jaguars, and Lions. Like that, so that's that's four right there. That's your four and four without anything else. If Josh Allen has any sort of issues with that elbow moving forward oh. in four weeks, that becomes a winnable game. I'm not afraid of Case Keenum. Dude, he's their whole team, man. I mean, like with yeah. with, with respect, he, they're very yes, talented. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Without him, yeah, they become pedestrian for real. Mm-hmm. And Case Keenum's a quality backup. Don't get me wrong. Sure. You know, we should all be so lucky to have Case Keenum's and you know as a number two, but he's not Josh Allen, dude. Josh Allen's ability to to take off is what is that's the X factor for the Bills' offense. It is almost undefensible. Dude, he's a yeah. horse. The, when he yeah. when you have linebackers and defensive linemen draped all over you, and he's just like, no, 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 I'm going to keep running for like 25 yards. Yeah. The guy's a unicorn, it, like absolutely incredible. The, yeah, and then he lowers the shoulder on your safety. Yep. At the end Dude, of it, like 240 pounds, like that, like he's going to make the safety hurt. Like that's he is that impressive of a player. So that that is definitely no shot at him whatsoever. But he is their whole team, not whole team, but like the the offensive. The offense is so dangerous because of him specifically um then you look at you know i I would say the dolphins and bills are probably the two hardest remaining on our schedule um the seahawks aren't any slouches but i do think we match up well with them i'm not really afraid of dk with sauce and reed uh kenneth walker i think we can contain like i just i think we match up well with them um the vikings i don't trust kirk cousins 
Like, I could I see six and two? I could. I honestly could. But it's you need things to break the right way, and it all starts with with New England. It's it's tough yeah. for me to get on board with it until I see them uh, win that game in particular. Moose City says we win in the bowl, baby. <laughs> I hope so. Let's go. I like it. Confidence, baby. Uh, Josh McMinn says, this team gives me 2021 Bengals vibes. I think that's what a lot of people around the country are probably thinking at this point because we are that uh, bad team that did the quick flip and now we're getting hot at the right time and, you know, all that good jazz. So I I think that'll be, if we beat the Patriots, that'll be the national story, I think. Uh, Mike Anthony. Thank you so much for the Super Chat, dude. Uh, He says, what position do you guys want us to most improve other than offensive line? I say linebacker. I like ours, but don't love playoff tickets. But don't love. Playoff tickets better be a good price because I already sold my season tickets. Uh, I'll send them a blank check. You guys are my favorite. Thanks, Mike. Um, Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Mike, 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 Mike. Do you know what tomorrow is? Hump day. <laughs> it never gets old. Um, other than offensive line, what do we have to improve? The offensive line is an interesting one. Um, like I, I'm assuming he's talking about beyond this year, uh, not not right now. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, right? Like because you have, and I'll, I'll get into the linebackers and whatnot and other positions. But you you look at the offensive line. You have Brown coming back next year, or he's gonna retire and have the surgery. Like I think it's one of those two options. I mean, unless the surgery allows him to get back before the beginning of next season, but you have him under contract for next year. Um, you have Becton here. You're gonna decline his fifth year option most likely. You have Mitchell under contract. I don't believe Fant comes back. I think there's probably something to be said for for going out and trying to get Conklin. Um, and then putting him on the right-hand side, allow Mitchell to kind of learn behind him. And then you have Becton and Brown on the left-hand side and you allow them to kind of duke it out. And then you just sort of, I don't know if you draft another tackle at some point, it's going to be interesting, but AVT, does he stay at right guard? Do you decide like, Hey, uh, Tomlinson has left a lot to be desired. Maybe he's not the answer that you thought he was over there. Does McGovern come back? There's a lot of question marks on the offensive line. Linebacker-wise, I'm not sure how we handle it because Quan and Quincy are both not under contract for next year. And then C.J. Mosley is playing well, but not $21 million a year well. Um, yeah, I guess if there was a position group that I was most concerned with, it's it's probably offensive line and linebacker. Those are probably the two. Uh, Greenbean, I see a nod in your head. Are, are those the two positions you kind of see as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that, and that's not to say I'm not happy with them, but they are concerning. And I feel like at any time, the offensive line can break down. You know, like we have we mm-hmm. have quite literally a practice squad guy playing right tackle. We have our second guard, you know, a backup guard. As great as they're, especially Herbig, who uh, is affectionately being called Herbie by some people out there. Uh, which I like. I think uh, as good as they're playing, I mean, yeah, that's that's the area I'd be most concerned with. And you said it before, Ryan, because Zach is the most. Zach's everything. Zach's the most important thing. If he's running a person, you know, eighteen yards behind the line, you know, the line of scrimmage, we're in trouble. If he's calm and and has a pocket and gets comfortable, he can he can you know slice and dice. And then again, C.J. Mosley, they're they're so good at times, but then they do get eaten up in the passing game and it's, you know, 
that's where I am. Matt, what about you? You think linebacker and O-line are the two areas of concern for this team moving forward? I, I say yes, but to throw something else out there, uh, free safety. Because LaMarcus yeah. Joyner has played better, and I think we have to give him credit for that, but I don't think he is a long-term answer there, and I don't think the Jets have a long-term answer there on the roster. I'm hoping that's a second-round pick. That That's where I would like to address that. I don't really want to go out and spend money on, on safety. For me, this offseason is more about retaining your own guys and reworking contracts and you know you're, you're probably gonna have to let some guys walk guys like Herbig uh potentially moving on from CJ Mosley or Carl Lawson Corey Davis there's gonna be a lot of names that get thrown around uh that are gonna save you some money and with Quinn and Williams contract coming up are you gonna have to kind of rework some stuff this is where Joe Douglas is really gonna earn some of his money because he's had unlimited amounts of cap space you know more money than we could really spend in free agency because there was only so many players that want to come to New York anyway. And then we don't have the two first round picks. Uh, so this is going to be the first year we really look at Joe Douglas and say, okay, this is, you know, he's, he's had a few years under his belt. He's going to have to start to resign guys. We haven't really had that situation yet. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. This is going to be where he earns his salt. Uh, Sky C says, Hey fellas, if we get to the dance and I think we will, any team on any given Sunday can win and get to the Super Bowl. Everything is flowing our way. I could seriously see uh, I, I, it seriously could be an all New York Super Bowl first beat the Pats. I believe the Jets in a harder AFC right now have a better chance of making it to the Super Bowl than the Giants. Um, and that's not to say I'm not impressed with what the Giants have been doing. I think they they have like the fourth hardest schedule, I think, remaining on there, um, like remaining for the year. So if they can get through all those division games and they start to, to really look good, they had a little bit of a tough time with the Texans this past week. And I'm not sure I necessarily fully believe in, in Daniel Jones yet. And I don't think they have a receiver. It just like after trading Tony, like Galladay's not the guy. He has one drop and he's like, dude, back to the bench <laughs> like really not good yeah. i don't i don't trust the the giants but yeah Crazy. dude any team can win any given sunday it's like you look at uh washington did anyone think washington was going to beat philadelphia last night nope. i didn't i mean nope. granted they had a little bit of help there but i uh any given sunday what Matt, was we get into the big game are we gonna get to the big game um again i mean we kind of this has kind of been the theme of the show i think the jets defense can hang with anybody it's really gonna be uh, very telling over the next eight weeks how far this team is going to go with the play at, at quarterback. Uh, you're running through the... It, it got me thinking, I'm going to be incredibly frustrated when Tom Brady wins the NFC South at 8-9 and nine and then goes out and goes on this unbelievable run when he like beats the Giants in the first round and then gets Geno Smith in the second round and then is, mm -hmm. uh, is on the road against like Jimmy G.C. Championship game. And then you're like, oh, Shit, here he is again in another Super Bowl because he got hot at the right time. But Jets, um, Bucks, Super Bowl, Todd Bowles, and Tom Brady <laughs> versus the Jets. No sweeter victory. I'd be petrified. If they lost that game, yes. I'm, I might not recover. I might have to quit content. Oh, they throw me in the loony bin. Green Bean, yeah. we going to the big game? Yes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> like Brian, said, it's kind of the theme we're talking about wild card and uh, division yeah screw it why not yes we're going to the big game we're gonna win sky see 
any given Sunday. Brian Bogan says, rest the starters, week at 18, it's Strevler time. That would be fun. If you can lock up the division by that game, I think you start to look at like matchups, right? And you're, you're, you're keeping an eye. I think the Jets have a one o'clock game. So it's like not the best. You'd almost wish you could have a four o'clock game there and be like, okay, do we need to rest the starters? <laughs> Which is obviously why they schedule it that way because you don't want to see guys rest. Um, but you might be playing a little bit of that, like, okay, how can the Jets maximize their uh, matchup potential? Like right now, if I'm looking at the the division winners and the playoffs and and teams you could face, I want the Titans all day, I think. I think I'd rather verse King Henry. Uh, I, You know what? I yeah. would rather I, – I think that oh, is yeah. the team I would pick if I had yeah. to pick all of them, right? Yeah, CJ and Quincy Williams will just lump them up again like they did last year. Like, that plays right into our strength, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're going to depend on him, and he's a stud, make no mistake, and he'll get his yards, but our guys, you know, they salivate at a game like that. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like, because I don't fear them from a passing perspective, and that's kind of where we would. Like, I feel like a running team is the team that's going to cause us issues at some point. Like if rank, like if they were already looking at Jerry Tillery, like is Rankin's injury even worse than we thought it was? And they're concerned about our defensive line rotation now. Like I could see situations, but I, the Titans are the ones I want, but I would love to see Strevler come in that last week of the season and just beat up on the Finns. Oh, be nice. so fun. <laughs> really would. Uh, knock him out of the playoff. Like how great would it be? It's like, okay, we win. Strevler's in Miami gets bounced from the playoffs. Sign me up. I have a hard time seeing the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins not making the playoffs. And it really could come down to an AFC East sweep of the wildcard teams. Um, that's how good this division is. Roger Padactor says, This week is a good chance to see this young group play in a playoff-like game anyway in New England, playing for the first or last place. Um, yeah, right? Could the stakes be any higher? First or last place? Um, I feel like the last... Patriot game, maybe it was just to the fans, but it felt like that was a playoff atmosphere or felt like it should have been. And then we go into the Buffalo game and I'm like, not necessarily expecting that. They kind of surprised me with how well they played. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any given Sunday, we could do it. We want to see that, oh. uh, see these guys come out swinging. Uh, Jets NY says, notice how our defense covers the screen well now. Also on third oh, downs, yeah. we do much better this year of guarding the line to gain. Yes, I think some of that has to do with just vastly more talent. I think the uh, the safeties, like everything works in conjunction, right? Like if the safeties are playing better, the linebackers don't have to kind of pick up as much uh, on that side of things. And if the D-line's playing well, then that kind of eats up a little bit for the line. Like everything's all... Uh, intertwined but playing the screen well i think is a testament to quan alexander i think he's been phenomenal i would argue him and dj reed are our two best free agent pickups this year and i i don't think it's close um i'm trying to run through other names in my head but i think those are really i mean i guess conklin is probably up there uh as well but i really like those two overall matt any thoughts on how uh why maybe we're covering screens as well as we are uh, oh, that's a, that's a good point. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I had a better answer for you, but I guess the <laughs> linebacker play has been better than I thought it would be. Maybe I guess would be my answer to it. Um, I think 
you know, Quincy Williams has had less of those uh, games where he looks completely lost in coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Quan Alexander has been a really nice addition. I would like to see him play a little more than what he is. Uh, Mosley's bounced back pretty nicely. And they added to uh, Whitehead in free agency, who I think has been a little bit definitely quieter than DJ Reed, but I think is kind of steadied into a nice role here on this team. Greenbean, any thoughts as to why the Jets are covering the screen better this year versus last year? Yeah, I think we got tired of it. We got tired of that. We said no. No more. <laughs> That's what we did. Uh, I think it's all schematic. man. Like, well, like you said, uh, obviously there's more talent, but the first couple weeks of the season, they were doing it again. That's why we were so down on it. Like people, you know, there's the whole uh, Jeff Ulbricht apology tour going on right now, right? <laughs> and uh, and I jumped, of course, you know, hey, man, you know, you know, him and Salah, you know, they deserve a little bit of love, right? Of course. Uh, at the same time, there was a lot of reason that we felt concerned the first couple weeks of the season. Um, but uh, I think they, uh, you know, scheme, they finally understand, you know, how to respond to things and, and and all that, I, I think, again, add that to the talent. And I think uh, teams started realizing that that we can cover it a little bit better. It's not quite as easy as they as they, you know, were you know, able to pull it off on us last year. So, yeah, man, I think I tell you what, no matter what it is, I'm really happy about it. There's nothing more frustrating than just screen, 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 screen. And then we can't stop it. That's maddening. Knobcraft says, can we make it out of the division with only one loss? It doesn't seem impossible now, but I've exhausted my luck after cashing in on the win over Buffalo. Um, can the Jets go with one win? Yeah, I, I think it's it's possible. Um, or one loss, sorry. I, ah, man, just so much hinges on this game for me. The, this week is a real big one to, for my, I think, confidence in this team. Like, I'm looking at this defense. We just had the Patriots two weeks ago. You have to be able to come out and shut them down. Like, you can't lose twice in three weeks. It's just not an option for the Jets. Um, As much as I I say that, I do think I'm more nervous about the Dolphin game than I am about this game. But this is the one we have to focus on right now. Greenbean, you think it's possible we get out of uh, this season with only one division loss? Wait, say that again. Wait, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, can we make it out of division with only one loss? Do you loss? think uh, we yeah. can get out of uh, the division uh-huh. with just one loss? <clears throat> I, I mean, think we can. I think it's unlikely. It's going to be really hard to sweep the Finns with their mm-hmm. offense like you were just saying and buffalo for that matter let's let's not forget them they yes they're on a two year a two game skid yes josh allen's elbow might be bothering him yes you know he's he's making some bonehead decisions there's still the bills there's still the the cream of the division and uh and miami's offense is you know what i mean sick and when we played them, even though, you know, I was on the side, I don't, I don't want to hear that it doesn't count and this and that. I don't even entertain it. But the truth is, is that Tua is a little better than Skylar Thompson. Can we at least say that? So it's yep, going to be, it's going to be tough. Now their defense, I think our offense, if firing on all cylinders can, can, uh, can, you know, perform well against their, their defense. But we got to play lights out if we're if we're going to shut them down. I think it's unlikely that we sweep, you know, the next three division games. Uh, but it can it can happen, man. 
Matt, you think we get out of this season with just one division loss? No. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't. Uh, beating Buffalo twice is a tough ask, and beating Miami twice is a tough ask. Maybe be a winning record. I'd sign up for that, and I think that'd be crazy. But going 5-1 and one in the division, I think, is uh, we're getting to loony bin hours. Yeah, I think 3-3 three and three for me is a solid season after not having a division win in like two years and not beating the Patriots in 13 games. Like for me, if we can split the Pats, you know, I, before the season, I wasn't even really thinking we'd be able to split with the Bills so much because of the talent they have. Now we're at worst splitting with the Bills. Um, and then the Dolphins, I, I really want to beat them. I, I That's the team I think that now that we have beaten the Bills is, is the one that sort of perplexes me. Like I want to see the... I think, the, did the Dolphins only play the Bills once? I think they have. I think the Dolphins yep. have them one more time on their docket. And, and the Bills were just beat to shit as far as, like, their health goes. And the Jets put a whooping uh, on the Dolphins. So, like, even if you say, like, oh, what does Tua generate another touchdown? We lose Brees. We lose a touchdown from that. Like, we still beat them by, like, three touchdowns. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm not sure. I would like to go. Four and two would be very, very nice. Three and three I'm I'm fine with. Uh, How great is James Robinson, though? You talking about Brees Hall, uh, I mean, dude? What a you know what, what a, a like a what a what a finger in the dam, huh? Yep. It's like you know it doesn't That's, doesn't that, that doesn't is do- the <laughs> that's the, the not Billy Mays or whatever the, the plasti dip guy with the hole yeah, yeah. in the cylinder. <laughs> Joe Douglas slapping James Robinson on the hole in the boat. Yeah, I mean right because right it doesn't take the damage wasn't done, but talk about a quick. And really more than serviceable response. I mean, dude, James Robinson, he's been fantastic, even in his role. Michael Carter is still a stud, you know, obviously. And I, I couldn't love him more. But James Robinson alongside of him, what a what a fantastic one, too, uh, in lieu of of Brees. I think it's it's I feel so fortunate that Joe Douglas was was able to grab him. Uh D-Don says we went three uh, six and three with the hard part of the schedule and three Flacco starts. Why is six and two in the softer half with Zach causing you guys to pause? Because the schedule is not what we thought it was. The earlier part of the schedule, I believe, was the easier portion of the schedule. Um, I, I would say it's closer now. Before the season, you would have said the tail end is by far easier, but you look at the quarterbacks we face. If you had told me we were going to face uh, the third string quarterback of the Dolphins, you're playing uh, the backup for the the Broncos. Um, you know, it, Aaron Rodgers. If you tell me they're falling apart at the seams like that, those aren't the. That's not where I expected those teams to be uh, prior to the season. So six and three, I'm ecstatic that we're there. But I think five and three towards the back half of the schedule, like we've kind of been saying, is is sort of where we should be. Like that Browns game, like I'm sorry, we shouldn't have we shouldn't have won that game. That, that is a fluke game. So you're talking five and four right now. So I think a five and three is not not out of the the realm of possibility. Matt, do you kind of agree the schedule sort of flipped a little bit? Uh, there are some teams that are definitely better than I thought they would be. Um, on the like Seattle is significantly more. Uh, competitive than I thought they'd be. And look, you still have three more divisional games. You have to play mm-hmm. all three divisional games on the road. That's that's tough no matter how you slice it. Are the Jets better than the Patriots on paper? Yeah, th- they are. But going to New England and, and winning is not an easy thing to do. Winning on the road in Week 18 is not an easy thing to do. 
Yes, you beat Buffalo, but doing it again in their place, tough ask. Uh, they've struggled with running quarterbacks. Does Justin Fields give them problems? And Minnesota's also, eight, what, 8-1, and 7-1? Yeah. They've had an incredible start to the year. 5-3, uh, and three, I think, is a realistic goal for this team. Uh, I hope they do more than that. I hope they go 8-0, but that's not what I'm going to predict to happen. Greenbean, what about you? You think the schedule's kind of flipped a little bit as far as the easier part of the schedule being on the back half, the harder part of the schedule being on the front half? Like Matt sort of said, Seattle's harder than we thought. I think Chicago's probably a little bit better than we thought because of fields, even though the defense isn't quite up to snuff. Uh, And then even Minnesota, I wasn't expecting them to have just one loss at this point in the season. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think the way you put it is perfect. Like they'd flipped. Like we thought the front end was, you know, almost you know unwinnable you know like uh, guys like brady quinn saying there's a realistic uh, shot that they go oh and nine and while we didn't agree with that extreme of a take the truth is we were nervous the afc north alone looked like a daunting task and to start with those guys and it turned out that they weren't quite as powerful as we thought pittsburgh cleveland you know um and then uh you know teams like Denver and Green Bay and then right like look at the back end we thought the Bears and the Vikings and the and uh, the rest you know or Seattle was going to be they were the easy side like uh they're a little bit more difficult maybe than the front end uh the good news is I like that it worked out like I like that we were able to gain some momentum as opposed to limping into the back half with two wins three wins say look we're not numerically out of it we could still be you know a nine ten win team and i think this way is better you know much much better for us uh i i like starting and being able to get some wins early because again then there's momentum and belief and all that stuff and that's just powerful man uh mr downtown says premature thought is flacco retiring retiring strevler quarterback three uh i'd be cool if they wanted to have strevler as quarterback two next dad nah, no i probably don't want that if you're going into a super bowl you know hopeful season i don't necessarily you know love flacco i don't know if he necessarily is like the i don't want to have to change the offense and i guess if you're running the ball maybe it doesn't necessarily matter the style of play your quarterback has but like when i look at zach and i look at joe they're they're totally opposite when i look at strevler i at least think okay you know mobile running around a little bit like to me mike white and Flacco are similar and Strevler and, and Wilson are a little similar. Um, White's gone after this year for us. I don't know what Strevler's contract looks like. Actually, I have no idea what Flacco's contract looks like either, to be honest. Well, uh, but he's he's got to be, what, 38 years old? I mean, he's got to be contemplating it, but it's almost like the Daniel Tosh stand-up where it's like, uh, Brett Favre, everyone thinks you should retire. He said, you said $15 million, right? Yeah, they can go F themselves. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course, you're going to keep paying the dude. He's going to come come back and play. I don't know. Greenby, do you think Flacco's retiring? I do. And I think uh, Flacco um, has a one-year contract, $3.385294 million. Uh, but White, I think, is a one-year contract as well. I feel like it. Uh, I didn't look that one up. But I think Flacco knows uh, he's toast. I mean, I mean, I guess he could linger and hang around. You know I mean? Somebody will grab him. You know what I mean? For sure. But I think he's probably done. He got that one last, like, really exciting Vic jump up and down in the locker room with everybody. Yeah, Flacco! You know, he got he got that moment again. I think uh, leave on that note. You know what I mean? All right. And uh, I think we're back. Yay, weather. Yeah. Yay, internet. 
all that good right. stuff. Uh, let's go through some of the uh, the super chats that we had in the last part of it uh, before we jump into the anything that comes in after that. Uh, so Red John says, uh, Sauce, Alave, Woolen, Pierce, and Garrett Wilson are Daniel Jeremiah's top five rookies. Uh, by the way, we still need a run-stopping defensive tackle. I do think that there's enough smoke to the fire or smoke that there is a fire that the Jets are, are still considering defensive line help even with the rotation but I don't really want to hear it <laughs> I want it to just be like you know done we have so much defensive line depth I, I think we should just be able to make it work um, as far as rookies go I don't I don't have any issue with this list nothing that's jumping off at me at least I think those are probably pretty sound Matt what do you think about uh, Daniel Jeremiah's top five sauce Alave Woolen Pierce Garrett Wilson any snubs in there uh, off the top of my head, no. I think it's a pretty good list. Um, it's crazy to think that Brees didn't get hurt. There's a chance that he could have been on at a three in the top five. Yeah, right. Creamy, what about you? Any issue with this uh, list right here? Uh, no. Um, let me see. Have a, yeah, Woolen. Uh, there's Walker. That's what Ooh, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's right. Kenneth Walker, Walker should be in there. Yeah, that that's what I was feeling. I think, oh, I mean, I think okay, there, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. There's arguments to be yeah. made, right? There's arguments to be made for lots of guys, right? Like De- Devin Lloyd, um, you know, Hutchinson. Not quite what we thought, but I mean, he's 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 a rock, dude. He's he's doing he's impacting the game up there. So you could make uh, arguments, but I think Walker has to be in there, maybe over Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's there. I think that's a good list from Daniel Jeremiah. Um, all right. Rather than uh, copying and pasting things uh, into there, I'm just going to read these off. All right. Pseudo Psycho Sports says, I want blood as much as anyone, but we need to stop putting the pats on a pedestal. All, uh, all the literal fireworks the new black helmets the rhetoric got us out of our normal mindset just play our game yeah look we got we should go into it we're the underdogs right we're going into their house we got to take care of business they just beat us two three weeks ago whatever it was take care of business handle the patriots uh adam says if we played the chiefs right now think we win um i think we can hang with them Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. So I, until we actually play them, I have a hard time thinking we're going to beat them. Uh, now, honestly, I felt the same way against the Bills. So, you know, hey, what the hell do I know? Uh, Jack S. says, this is the first time in years I haven't been watching tape for the draft. Any guys in this upcoming class you guys know about slash like for the Jets? Jack S., no, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I'm glad I have no idea what's going on in free agency or the draft. Like, I have not gone remotely uh, into that that wavelength. We are in playoff mode, football mode. I would say the only thing, based on players that I looked at last year, Patterson, the center from Notre Dame, is the one that I think, you know, maybe some Jet fans are kind of eyeing because we have this, this love affair with uh, centers. Um I don't know, Greenbean. Anyone off the top of your head that you you're kind of eyeballing right now in terms of potential drafting purposes? Nope, I'm not even looking. <laughs> Matt, you feeling the same way? Could not tell you. Um, I have been so focused in on this season and the draft. At, like, I really don't care about draft prospects or draft. Pos- I couldn't even. Where are the Jets picking right now? 
I don't know. Uh, it was 26 at one point. I think Love it's... It. That was last week. Yeah, well, I think we're, we're lower because we missed, um, you know, the, the buy and everything in teams one. I think we're sitting around 22, 23 is where yeah. we're slotted right now. Uh, the only thing I paid attention to, not to, you know, derail the stream, uh, I'm sure you guys heard by now what happened here in Charlottesville. Yesterday. Yes. Um, oh my God. That's right. So yeah, I mean, it shook the whole city. I mean, where I mean, my classes were canceled on Monday. My wife works at the university, so um, she got uh, her boss's son is the assistant trainer for the football team at UVA, and he's he's a fucking mess. Uh, it's bad. It's super sad, man. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So I mean, again, I'm not looking at college, but I would throw it up there man you know uh my thoughts honestly my i don't i'm not going to say my prayers but uh don't want to offend anybody or anything like that but i'm telling you it's it's been rough here i mean the whole city is a mess the whole area is a mess over this that's brutal that's 100 100 understandable too it was what three yeah. three football players and two yep. um pedestrians or whatever yeah, and it was by a football player. Like the yeah. guy, I think he was he was on the team like freshman year, and I don't know the specifics mm -hmm. about that. I watched a press conference today of the coach and everything, um, but boy, oh boy, man, you know, like no, I mean nobody saw it coming, just mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, crazy, super sad. Um, Jason Edwards, thank you so much for the super chat. I tried looking for a comment in relation to it, uh, but I don't see anything in the chat. Uh, Wild Billy Boy says, coming in late, so apologies if this has been mentioned. But how nice is it to not be focusing on the draft in November? Dude, if you waited till November to talk about the draft as a Jet fan the last few years, I don't know where the hell you've been. Uh -huh, <laughs> I've been talking I about know. it since the end of September, <laughs> beginning of October. Ugh. Yeah, dude, we're definitely uh, we're on the same wavelength. Very much uh, happy that we're not dealing with that. Ugh. All right. Now we are all caught up. I can click out of that little uh, window there. Uh, Chris KV comes in. Oh, actually, sorry. One more before Chris KV. Uh, it's Cola says, Max Mitchell potentially plays this week. Question mark. I don't know uh, if this is the first week he's eligible to cut, not eligible, but the first week that they think he can come back. I would wait and not play him against the Patriots. I would let the uh, Obuye or whatever play against um, New England because he's had that consistency right now. I would uh, I wouldn't throw that for a loop for our fourth round rookie. Uh, Greenbean, do you want Mitchell playing this week if he's back, or would you prefer to kind of steady as they go, keep it um, you know the same? Yeah, I, you know I actually vacillate you know back and forth. I think it really boils down to two things. One is, is he 100%, right? Like not 90%. Is he a hundred percent? Was he ready to go maybe two weeks ago? And they said, no, nope, no, nope, we're just going to keep you over there. And they they're making sure he's ready. That's number one. Number two, they think he's a market improvement and upgrade over Cedric Abouye. Who's been, what is it? Is it two or three weeks that he started now? Um, and we haven't mm -hmm age or drop off, right? Two or three weeks, whatever it might be. Um, he's been strong again, not perfect. There's, there's been times, but I, um, you know, mixing up the line again, you know, it's just, it's like, I don't know how we can do it and, and expect it to be 
smooth. But that said, if Mitchell is in their mind, a clear upgrade. And on top of that, like you think he's going to be your. So the sooner you get it, you know, uh, like they're looking for him to be the future. Then yeah, I think you would do that. I think it boils down to the be leery, but if he's an upgrade, yeah, man, do it now. Do it. Just do it. Get it done. Uh, I saw in the chat, Kevin Chatter says, you guys saw the Bears now have the fourth pick via the Saints. The Bears don't. The Seahawks, or not Seahawks, the Eagles have the fourth pick via the Saints. The Eagles sit at number four and pick 31 right now. Um, Impressive stuff for them. Uh, Chris KV drops in, says, you guys hear about the $780 million soccer stadium being built across from Citi Field Let's bring the Jets back to New York. Uh, from what we've heard in the chat, it's a significantly smaller stadium, which is a little weird because isn't the World Cup supposed to be like coming to the U.S. or like like in a few years? Wouldn't that be – I think MetLife's going to be one of the stadiums, isn't it? Well, yeah, but like I don't, I, the regular NYCFC games aren't getting 100,000 people there, I would imagine. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just thinking like in my mind, like, could they be building that in preparation for the World Cup anyway? Like, is that like a double, um, you know, to keep people in the same ish time zone or would it just be like an America's thing? I think it's MetLife. I think it's Mexico City and I think it's like Toronto or something. I think there's like multiple cities involved um, across the three countries. Um, But what do I know? I might be misquoting that. Uh, but yeah, Jets back to New York. Look, I'll be honest. I don't really want to see it because I'm on the New Jersey side. <laughs> so I don't want, I don't yeah. want to have to travel right. uh, to the island. No. I know, Matt, it would be much Put nicer for at, you. Where the, the Nassau Coliseum sitting there like dormant right now. Knock that down. Build a stadium. A freaking walk to the game practically. <laughs> Yeah, they just put all that money into Nassau a couple of years ago, right? Didn't they, Matt? Something like that? Yeah. Re-upgrade it and then the, the island was left anyway? Yeah, they well, they made it smaller. They renovated it just a concert venue, and then in a panic had to save the Islanders from the Barclays Center, and then it wasn't sustainable, so they built the new one, and the new one holds, like, I think it's 18.5, so no concert wants to go to the venue that holds, like, 14,000 or whatever it is now, so it's a mess. But the uh, MetLife or whatever you want to call the new Jet Stadium there, not really. That would never happen, but it'd be nice for me. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys this. They're building it next to City Field. That's where the World's Fair site is, right? Are they taking any of that? Are they, like, moving World's Fair area? No. Uh, There's, like, a bunch behind where City Field is. There's a bunch of, like, auto body shops that were there, and most of them have been kind of, like, cleared out, and they're in the process of buying up area. And it's going to be – that's, like – a little bit further down by like where the, the tennis center is mm. where you're thinking green bean. God. Okay. Cause I'm wondering like how that is prime real estate, right? Prime real. How long can they really justify like keeping this old antiquated kind of fucking gel? You know I mean, I don't know. It's cool looking. I've been there. So yeah. It's beautiful and it's cool, but realistically, I wonder how, I wonder if there are voices like, come on, you know what I mean? Let's use it. Let's build condos, man. Come on. <laughs> Some, I just wonder how long it's going to stay there or if it's just forever. I don't know. Uh, Matthew 
January 14th at MetLife, sunny and 26 against Tennessee. Cold beer and a sausage, peppers and onions. Damn, say it in your head. Just sounds incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, us Tennessee's in the playoffs against division, the no? Tennessee wins the division. That's right. So then it wouldn't be us unless – who else is in that division? It would be – I don't but know if there's anyone even close, the right? Is Jacksonville the – are the Colts the next best team? Oh, yeah, they would be, right? They're four yeah. and five and one. Yeah, something like that. Ugh. It'd have to yeah, be a wild card team. They'd be hosting yeah. Buffalo or something like that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I guess for us to play the Titans, we'd have to be a wild card. And we'd have to likely be there. I don't think they're going to get the two seed um, without. Actually, I don't know. I guess their, their division's pretty bad. I guess I could see it. Um. Yeah, so if they're the two seed, two plays the seven, right? Is that how that works? Yes. Two plays the seven, three plays the six, four plays the five. So right now we got Baltimore. I wouldn't mind having Baltimore having a second crack at it, but I don't want to face Lamar Jackson. (laughs) They scare me way more. I don't know. It's Tennessee. Yeah. Wait, what was that? I'd rather face Tennessee than but I think the Jets would have a shot against Baltimore. Stifler's mom comes in and says, who's your guys' top three MVP candidates so far? Um, I would have had Josh Allen, I think, at the top of my list. Um, The last two weeks, losing the way they lost to the Jets and losing the way they lost the Vikings, I think you kind of have to knock them down a little bit. Um, Hmm. I guess, I don't know. I have no idea who I'd vote for. I guess you you throw in the regular names like Mahomes and and Allen, but maybe Justin Jefferson? Like maybe it's a non-quarterback this year? I don't know. Matt, who do you think are the... (laughs) Gino. Imagine going back and looking at the MVP winners over the last 20 years and Gino Smith is squarely in that uh, list. I, I would say I would say realistically though I'd put it between Mahomes and Jalen Hurts would be my two right now. I was Jaylen thinking Hurts just because of the record. Um, I mean, two is doing real well too. I, man, I don't know. I don't want to see that. Screw them. Greeny, what do you think? MVP? Uh, Quinn and Williams probably. No, I, I hope think. so. <laughs> he, he might. He'll get it on the Jets though. I think. Oh, for He's sure. An, I would think so. Stud. Uh, yeah, I mean that Jalen Hurts is a real good pull because, you know, like you look at, you know, like Mahomes, of course, but it's like, that's expected at this point, right? Like, look at what Hurts is doing for that team. And it's like, it's, it's out of, you know, he was considered like by many to be a cut can like this was it. This was his last shot, like midway through the season. If he still struggled, they were talking about moving on. And like, look what he's doing for that team. I think, you know, they were, they're exceeding expectations. And I think I like to see MVP go to, go to guys who like elevate a team that wasn't necessarily supposed to be there. Like I like, you know, the same guy, like, yeah, we knew the chiefs were going to like, okay. It's not to minimize what Mahomes is doing, of course, but it's like, that's kind of expected point. Look at hurts kind of, in my opinion, is doing a grander uh, thing, I guess I'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grander thing. Do you think Hurts, 
like I like your definition. I, I, that is my favorite definition of MVP. Not best player on the best team, but the guy that means the most to their team. Totally. Um, and player, for me, right? I think, I think it's still, I think it's Allen. I think it's Jackson. I think, you know, you could probably make a, a case for Tyreek Hill. Um, the Eagles are a talented team. I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's got to be Hurts in there. I don't know. I don't know. Top three MVP candidates. There it is. <laughs> Mahomes, Allen, Jackson, and, and Hurts. Four. There you go. Justin Jefferson as well. Um, Hennessy hops in. He says, Patriots already announced they're wearing their white jerseys. They don't want to see the white jerseys, black pants, jets, anything for an edge. That doesn't surprise right. me. I, I, I did not hear that. But when I saw, you know, we've been winning with the whites, I think they're, they're, they're trying to get in our head. They're fully aware that yeah. this is a, uh, you know, what we're, sort of I don't want to well, say like use socks or whatever and like like you know oh don't change your underwear <laughs> you know put 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 spoons on your pillows or whatever you used to do for snow that kind of stuff I don't know <laughs> I um yeah, well let me say this let me say this. go black or so, green well can let, can let me say this about that can you guys hear me am I am I spot oh, yeah it's weird on my end if for everybody who minimizes, goes, I don't care what uniforms they wear. It's not a big deal. I'm just going to tell you something. Two coaches. Now, we have Robert Sala. The reason is choosing to stay with the same uniform as long as he can, right? There's that. But then you have arguably the greatest coach of all time, consciously and purposely making sure that we don't wear that. He's choosing white jerseys instead of the, uh, the either the red, they're using a few times this year or the the darker blue he's doing that this we re, don't forget we didn't wear our white you know our white jerseys when we played them last time so we, they would be the only team that we you know i mean well i guess we played uh, the first game right I, I forget either way bill belichick is putting an emphasis on that now is it the biggest thing in the world of course not but it's there it matters. It's something. If the team believes it, even if they just get the team to think, oh, I wish we were wearing the white jerseys. Good luck, Charm. It matters. This stuff, it's every edge you can get. And Bill Belichick is putting a focus on it. So I'm just saying, when me and Ryan and Jeremy, when we wear the same damn jersey, it means something. I love it. Avlab says, what happens if we tie on Sunday? If we tie on Sunday, we have one less win than the Dolphins. We would remain in the fifth seed uh, unless the Bills win. Um, if the Bills win, then we would move down to the sixth seed because we are all tied with the same amount of losses. That would still hold true, but we would have less wins. Um, so we're not hoping for a tie. Screw that. Uh, Jason Edwards, thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Nicholas George, the King, uh, is saying Barkley comeback player of the year. Yeah. I don't know who else you'd really give it to. Uh, I've heard some, uh, thoughts for a few other players like Geno Smith, but he's not coming back from anything. He just kind of like, he was bad. <laughs> 
like, 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 I don't know how you can't pick Saquon. Is there anyone else, Green Bean, that you can uh, think of that might be comeback player of the year worthy? I feel like Saquon's like the runaway favorite yeah, at this point. Yeah, there, there, there's somebody else in my head, though. Um, I, I think Saquon, I mean, because look, I mean, he's, I mean, what he's doing, if he goes down, that team's a whole different bag of tricks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I got to give me a second and I'll think of another one. Matt, anything on your end? Um, I see some people saying comments, but I, was Gino hurt last year? Like, was he coming? Gino, I always no. think of someone who's no, like coming back from a major injury. That's exactly where I was. I mean, maybe was Dak hurt last year or was that two years ago? I think it was two years ago. I think he got come back last year. I think it's, it's between... got to be Saquon, right? Yeah, I don't know how it's not. Hmm. Um, it's Cola comes in, says, does the coin flip end this Sunday? You damn right it does. does. Damn right. Um, let's see. We're getting towards the end of our uh, stream right here. So I'm going to have Matt, could you go over to last week's stream? Um, I don't remember if we had two. We might have had two. Uh Yes, we did. Which one? First or second one? Whichever one's longer. We'll go to that one. Okay. Give people a little more, a uh, little more listening time, a little more commenting time. Um, Green Bean, have you caught us up on uh, likes uh, and qualifiers? Yeah. Let me just get one more because well, yeah, we got we got a few more likes in here, but I was all caught up on the other stream. Let me just yeah, and it all got jacked up. Yeah, in case some yeah, in case somebody <laughs> pops in there and like wasn't over there. Let me just make sure I got everybody. All right, let me do one more, and then we're good. I'll do one more here. Can I pick everyone who said the wave sucks? Oh, <laughs> there's a there lot of people. That's great. <laughs> Very upset. You can go for it. It's our show. We can do what we want. Ah shit! Double. I'll mix here. it up. I'll be I'll be kind and courteous. Let me, let, me, like, let me know when you're. I right. was blown away, like how many no. people don't like the wave, dude. Fucking three times in a row, man. Twisted. What is this? Come on, Nightbot. <laughs> I already got him. Uh, let's see. I saw another one coming in here. Jason Edwards says, "At the start of the season, mm. I thought eleven and six with everything going our way. Now I'm thinking twelve and five. Go Jets." Yeah, if you had told me everything was going to go our way, I probably would have said 10 and 7. Like, for me, it's hard to see a Jets team go over 10 wins. Like, it, it hasn't happened much since I've been watching. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what the top one would be. It's probably 98, I would think. Uh, it's probably our best season. But yeah, I look, 12 and 5, that would be real nice. I'm still on the uh, 11. At, at this point, I think I'm at 11 and 6 is the top end of where I think we're going to end up being. Um, but we shall see. All right, I'm ready for you, Matt. Ah, uh, Gitmo was asking about the poll from earlier. It was like a landslide victory for a wild card. Uh, I don't have the actual numbers up, but I think it was like, you know, 48% wild card and then 3% no making the, the playoffs and, you know, split between division and, and uh, one seed there. Uh, all right, Matt, rattle off some names. Okay, we're going to go Mike B. 
<clears throat> Mike B. Got it. Anonymous 317. Was 98 Wait, the Tom Tupa year? Is that right? I thought that... Now I gotta look it up. What'd you Sorry. say? Uh, we Anonymous. got a super chat to... Do you want to go do the super it, chat or rattle them off? Nope, nope, you go. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm interjecting. Anonymous 317, did you get Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, we'll do Phil Adams. There he is. We'll do... Hacking the Matrix. That name made me laugh. Yeah, it's good. And we'll do Sam So Knight. Like S-A-M... Dash so dash night. S A M so dash night. Sam so night. Like N I G H T night? Uh N I T E, my bad. The Tom Tupa year was ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one for the New York Jets. Sorry. No, two thousand nineteen ninety nine was Tom Tupa. Yep. 99, 2000, 2001. Three years. 2001. Oh, he was here. Yeah, uh, he didn't play quarterback. Unless Wikipedia. Yeah, he didn't play quarterback. No, no, I'm just saying, I think about the year that he played quarterback for us. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, What else you got, Rye? Got any more? Um, Yeah. All right. So we're going to go through some, some retweets here. Let's go with Stud City. We'll go West Coast Jets. We're going to go Melissa. That's it, Melissa. And let's go Nick Dalbora. D-L-B-O-R-A. D-A-L-B-O-R-A. Got it. All right. All right. Let's get a little bit of uh, rock, paper, scissors. No, odds or evens. Three, two, uh-huh. one. That's 10. It's an even. All right. It's an even. Matthew, 13400 is out. Harlan, you're out. Uh, Jets Chaos, thankfully, is out. Uh, Jingle Dubs, you're out. James D, you're out. Anonymous 317 is out. Hacking the Matrix is gone. West Coast Jets and Nick Dalboro, Dalbora are gone. All right. Three, two, one. 11. It's an odd. Uh, all right. Pete G, you're out. David Echeverry, I'm sorry to tell you, you are out. Red John is out. Uh, Phil Adams. Sadly, is gone. Stud City, you are out. Okay. We got five, I think. Yeah. Yep. Three, two, one. That is a six. It's an even. All right. Twisted, you're beat. Sam So Knight is out. Okay. We got three. How many we got left? We got two left or three left? Three left. All right. Give me a number plus whatever we throw up. Three, two, one. Seven, eight, eight plus. What do we got? Mm-hmm. Hawk, you're still in it. Eight plus five. It's an odd. 
Oh, Hawk, you're out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm no. sorry, buddy. No. Uh, Mike B is the is Mike B in here. Let me see. Is Mike B in here? Oh. Mike B, you're the winner. You got to tell hey, him. Hey, uh, I see James D in the chat. Was he on our uh, our list this week? He was. I see. Uh, I think he won last week. Did he? I'm like 35 percent sure <laughs> i have it circled <laughs> i have i have james d circled on my pad so james d reach out to me uh from last week and mike b reach out to me for this week let me get your information uh and let's get you guys some shirts i love it yeah boys and girls there you go we're heading into the tail end of our season we're six and three we're heading into foxborough ready to lay a whooping on the patriots boys and girls we have reached the end of our stream. Let's go around and give our closing thoughts. Greenbean, any last thoughts for our panel? So I said a couple weeks I'm canceling the After Hours Jets Fest, but I'm so excited I just keep doing them anyway. So we're going to do a an After Hours Jets Fest, a live stream at 10.30 p.m. tonight, Jets fan. Matt, any last words for our panel? New episode of Just jets comes out tomorrow we are talking about another patriots week and this time the jets are coming out on top let's go boys and girls jets are getting the dub boys and girls thank you so much for flying with us tonight this is jets talk signing off j-e-t-s